Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the insights and the stories from business owners. My name is John Cassidy Rice, and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting businesses from the local area. Today, I have the pleasure to have Tasha with us. Hello, Tasha. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's been a real ple- it's a real pleasure. So uh, thanks for taking time out to do this. because I know you're busy today. You're actually uh, helping your sister move. Yeah, so the lockdown all changed, ready for the end of the week. She was meant to be moving Friday, so we've all bumped it up. So I'm, I'm helping her move, so I'm sat in a van currently doing the interview. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so tell us about your business. What do you do, Tasha? Um, so my business is Lathe to the Grave. Uh, we make vinyl records, so short-run vinyl records, um, less than 100 copies, which means you don't have to go to a pressing plant to get hundreds of copies made as a band. If you just want to release 20 copies of your latest EP, we can do that for you. Ah, sounds excellent. I remember having hundreds of um, vinyls and then getting rid of them for CD and now then regretting it. Yes, yeah, they've made a bit of a resurgence in the last few years. Like yeah. much, much to our sort of, we're happy with that. We love it. So, excellent. <laughs> I always love to hear people's story, their journey of how they got to where they got to. Are you happy to share some of your journey with us? Yeah. So it was the most spontaneous thing I've ever done in my life. Um, we were discussing over a few pints. My partner and I. He was just about to graduate university. Um, didn't really know what he was going to do when he finished so we we came up with the idea of possibly making some making records um he's a musician i'm a musician and we've always wanted to get our music out there but we can't commit to four or five hundred copies of something on vinyl so we, we looked into it um looked to get in a lathe uh, we got one from southern germany where they're made to order um we put our business plan together applied for the funding from the startup loans company um and at that point, we hadn't heard anything back from them. We hadn't been approved. And we got a phone call from the, the gentleman from Germany saying, I've got a machine. It's ready in 24 hours. Can you be here? So I maxed out all my credit cards. I hired a car and I drove to southern Germany um, and, and picked up the lathe. And that's where it began. Excellent. Excellent. So there has been a quite a demand and upsurge in vinyl. What, what do you think that might be? Um, I think people like to have the tactile product, product sorry, product. So um, like you go to gigs, you don't really get gig tickets anymore because it's e-tickets, so we don't go to gigs anyway at all now. No. Um, but you, you get downloadable versions, everyone's on Spotify, but you don't get a keepsake. You don't get anything to remind you of that night out you saw whatever band you went to see. Um, and so I think vinyl gives you that opportunity. It lets you have a keepsake of that one band that you went to see that one night where you've got all those stories and then you've got something attached to it. Right. So if, if there's a band listening to this and they, they suddenly think, well, actually, vinyl is um, viable mm-hmm. uh, in the short run, what would be the process you would take them through to um, getting the finished product? So um, they need to contact us with um, whatever it is they want to get on vinyl. So however long it's going to be. Um, we've got all of our sort of run times of what you can get on what size of record on our website. Um they send us the the audio files and the artwork files we give them a quick check over make sure there's not going to be any issues with cutting them um we take your money and then we make the records um that it's all done in real time as well so it's not like a press implant where a press will make one record every 1.8 seconds if your album is 40 minutes it takes us 40 minutes to make it so if you want 50 of them it's going to take us a considerable amount of time so that's why we've got our turnover time we're running on a month at the moment um, but that's just because we cut everything in real time. That's how it's done. So you have to, you don't have to like the music, but it helps like lis- <laughs> listening, to, listening to the same album 50 times in a row. You, you grow to like it. Yeah. <laughs> Repetition. Yes. 
So maybe you can help me answer a question my daughter asked me because I've got one record which I got for my birthday and then for my for her father's day I then got a record player. She said, "How are records actually made?" So How is the, the vinyl? Way, yes. The way we make them um it's a little bit different to a pressing plant. So a pressing plant gets a wax disc and just stamps it into it. Um we make them using a diamond needle and a lathe. So we start with a blank record. Um, and we basically cut the music into it using a diamond needle. Um, so the grooves are cut in millimetre by millimetre into the disc. And so the advantages to bands of having vinyl as part of their um, offering, what would you say some of the business arguments would be? Um, it gives you an unusual product. Not a lot of people are putting vinyl out unless you are one of the, the, the big bands that are in the charts and on the radio. It's not something that smaller bands tend to do. Um, cassettes are making a bit of a resurgence at the moment, but I think I think vinyl is just that little bit more special. It's, it's something that people do have turntables. People like the sound of it, the warmth of it, the the fuzzy feeling it gives you when you listen to it, and that that's that's why we make them. That's what we love. Yes, uh, and the sound that they make is that analog sound. So they have. Um, uh, am I correct in thinking a, a bigger range of um, audio spectrum? Is, is that yeah. the right term? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the, the frequencies that we can reach um, is larger so we can get a, a better representation than the compressed sound that you would usually get on like a digital format. Right. So that's also then comes back to if a band um, sends you an MP3, that's not going to be ideal. It's going to be a WAV file? Yeah. So WAV files um, or like AF files, um, things of that nature rather than yeah MP3s or like M4A files that we get sent quite a lot. Excellent. And are you involved in printing the, um, the, the, are they called cases? I forgot what they're called, the cases? Sleeves. <laughs> the sleeves. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. So we, we do everything by hand. It is very much a sort of mom and pop operation. Um, the labels that we make for them, we print them onto stickers. We hole punch them all by hand. Um, the sleeves, we print them out. We fold them by hand. We use like a, an exacto knife to trim the edges we glue them together it's it's all done one by one it is very labor intensive but it means everything we put out is perfect so so we stand by what we do wow that, that there's a quite intensive work there <laughs> yeah yeah it's a lot of hours yes now one of the things, the things i remember most about buying records was uh, apart from the music itself was the sleeves artwork mm. um would you say that the the it's you probably want something different on a album, a vinyl album, than you would maybe a CD or a... Yeah, so people, if they're going to be listening to a vinyl record, they're going to be handling it, whereas with a CD, you'll just pop it in and you won't really pay much attention to it. A vinyl, you, you take it out of the sleeve, you take it out of the paper polyliner that you've got inside of it, you, you hold it and look at it whilst you're setting it up on your turntable. So I think you need to put a lot of effort into your artwork and we get we get some amazing designs unfortunately we don't do the graphic design as much as i would love to be able to do that it's just it's a little bit beyond me um but but we get some fantastic designs from some of the bands we work with all right excellent i i guess i have to ask are you still playing do you play live still um i don't anymore i haven't done for a few years um but my partner still does um adam he works he plays in a jazz band he also plays in like a noise band he plays saxophone so he's he's still putting music out he's still playing as regularly as he can at the moment wow so if there's somebody listening to this and they're, they're kind of really inspired to put some vinyl out um and that could also be for spoken voice i guess as well 
Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. we do spoken words. Um, we've recently done somebody's wedding vows they put onto a vinyl record. So they recorded all the wedding vows um, oh, and had it recorded at the ceremony. And then we put it onto a seven inch for them with a photo of them on it. And that's that's a keepsake for their wedding day. Well, that's a lovely idea. That's lovely. I've got to keep that in mind. So if they are inspired and they, they would like to sort of cut some vinyl, go sort of, uh, I would say old school, but I think it's so current now. It's it's kind of yeah, leading the trend. Thing to be doing, I think. Yes, uh, and take on the big bands and release vinyl. How would they contact you? Um, so we are on Instagram and on Facebook at at Lave to the Grave, or our website www.lavetothegrave.com, or just email us directly. It's workshop at lavetothegrave.com. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for your sharing your passion and your story with us about uh, vinyl. No worries. Thank you very much for having me. And this has been the podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next time, see you soon. Bye then, Tasha. Bye. Thank you.